A few months ago, the Elam was learning Shikasayim. We have a shear. So at night Seder in the shul, there are over 70 shearim on this topic. It's one simon. A lot of you learned it. One simon. Takes up two pages in Shulchan Aruch. Very misleading in terms of what's involved over here. It's certainly in America today, one of the most negative kasugyas. We trip over it, unfortunately, unbeknownst to us, come out on almost every day. And we're talking about possibly Serum Dereza. And what I'm going to try to do to take uh, 50 hours and condense it to one, we might have to continue next week. This month's still next week, right? So we have to, uh, we'll try to do our best, but just know if you're holding in the sugya, you'll understand a lot more what we're talking about. If you're not, then a lot of this will trigger questions in your mind. Well, that's good. Ask me afterwards to just know that uh, there's a alumnus to every din, obviously, and when we're explaining Machlegsim quickly, we're not going to get every nuance of the various shitas, so it'll hopefully uh, push people to learn it up more. And Gobomi, and it's, it's the parameters are actually complex in a very, very good way that you really have to examine and re examine what the motives are of why you're doing something, normally motive doesn't make a difference, either it's us or it's mutter, but over here you have to figure out what's being done, why is it being done, who are we copying, are we copying anybody, does that copying create an iser, and there's a, a fair amount of machlekes on the basic parameters, which we'll begin with, and if we get through a third of this stack, we'll be, we'll be fine. Uh, we're going to try to get the Mitzvah over the hour two hours into some of the more common shilas of minhagim I'll say the disclaimer now minhagim usually means something positive a minig Yisrael in this sugya I'm going to use the English word custom when I refer to something that we might not be doing right that we shouldn't be copying a custom of the Goyim I might slip back and forth and use minig because I'm more used to it but minig is usually good sometimes as ACS Gehenim as they say, and you have to know what's an established minig and what we picked up uh, baggage being too much in, uh, in Gullus. So, again, we're going to try to give the Rashi Tevis. I have uh, a bag of USBs which uh, fell off my shoes, nice enough to update with about 1,000 or 1,200 shirim. There are 70 of them, a chukasayim. So, um, if you want elaboration, uh, you'll have it uh, later and he'll, uh, he'll share it. The Lushan of the tour, before I get to the Mahabad Ramah, Lushan the tour for the overriding Hashkofa Shaboy. Again, we're dealing with this, this is not Musr. But a lot of Musr within the Sugya. Lushan the Ramah. Men Hochem, Chukas, Agayim, Vlamadam, Lahem, Loba Malbush, Loba Sayar. You can't be Madame to Goyim in dress and in hairstyle. Should be recognizable by his Malbush His Midas, his Deus, should be recognizable. Well, it's in your head. How's it recognizable? What's in your heart is not recognizable. So Ramam says, yes, but you should be able to spot a Yid, should be easily recognizable. This is a pretty frightening line to start off the Sugi with. This is the Ramam's introduction to Chukasayim. And the good news is, Achshadera, we're learning, we're steiging, we have all the Hidurim and Kasharus and all the things we need for a firm lifestyle. If somebody would land from Mars, 
or if somebody from the Friedrich Gaderis would come often, and this is not a tain on anybody, if he would see somebody in the office, clean-shaven, at work, even if he had a beard today in Wall Street, that's in. That's yuppie-ish. You could be a yuppie, you could be uh, from Bentegra. Um, so when I first heard about this a year ago, they said uh, there's some uh, people in the office are mamish uh, steiking in their beards. So, even that's not always nicker. And if you're not wearing a yarmulke, which you should be, especially if you live in New York, Ramesh has a chuva, which we will, Mr. Shem, discuss if there's a hetter not to wear a yarmulke. When young B'nai Teira are in the workforce and they're asking me for eights and they have a lot of shayas, and you should have a lot of shayas. The yarmulke issue sometimes comes up if they're going to a law firm or something like that where it might be easier to get the job, but whatever you do by the interview, you're sort of locked in. As a shy love, honesty, you show up to the interview without a yarmulke, and then the first day of work you come with the yarmulke, somebody could have tainas. Ramesh has a tshuva. The tshuva was written, as a matter of fact, Yorcha uh, Rusa from Denver told me it was written to a friend of his uh, many, many years ago, where in Denver, Colorado, you can imagine in the 1970s, whenever it was, uh, they wouldn't even look at you. And in New York, it was very much the same in many industries for many, many decades. Baruch Hashem, again, Achshadera. Most people can go to a place where they can wear yarmulke. I strongly encourage they do, not only for the din and the logistical problems with every Ashayatzer and every brain of Foshis and every, you got to eat, you got to say brachas, and there you need a yarmulke. No one's making on that. And the fact that if you're wearing a yarmulke, it might help that they don't go near you or don't say certain things in front of you. If they do, they'll say, excuse my French, but at least they said, excuse me. It's a shvir. So even if I'll be din, there technically is a heter, it's something that Ramesha would agree it's a die to avoid. And interestingly enough, Ramesha discusses chukasem in the context, and most of his discussion is about the Taz that held was innocent the rights to take off yarmulke because by, by religion they insisted you take it off and you go into their mokum where they pray, and therefore it becomes an iser. Ramesha says today, taking it off, taking it on, hats, all the things that Gayim do or don't do is for comfort and convenience, nothing to do with religion. And therefore today, maker din's mutter, it's a mini to wear yarmulke, a very strong mini, and we keep it. But Malakam Hefzid, if you can't get a job, that was the context. Baruch Hashem today, most people can get a job, and even if it's difficult and you're taking a lower salary, it's a very important shmir. Taking off a yarmulke is dangerous for one's Ruchni Yisra. Amesha wasn't saying not so. He was just talking about the Ikar Adim. So I'm giving this example because I remember there was a, a Heimish guy who I see often who... Uh, Constantly, I had a shtickle in my sefer in contemporary Allah Halashkafa about the yarmulke, about the tshuva. He said, I really thought the whole sefer was fascinating. There's one page I can't wrap my hands around. I knew what he was talking about, right? I said, the yarmulke tshuva, right? He said, how'd you know? So I'm, I'm talking to a fellow who wears a strangle on Shabbos, his longapayas, and a nice beard, and everything uh, looks very high mission. He said, we wouldn't even think of such a possibility. I said, what good would it do you? What do you, mean? you, would, you take off yarmulke, and then what? Of course. Of course, they don't take off yarmulke. That's great. I'm not saying not. That's that's kavaldik. It's not even a havamina because they they look so Jewish. Baruch Hashem, it's not a havamina. So is talking to somebody who in this sugya, Rambam starts off. You got to look like a yid. You got to think like a yid, and you got to be moved all. And so, if you happen to be clean shaven, the shavers is a big sugya. Didn't have a share in it yet. Uh, not in the shul. Not here for a different time. A very involved sugya. But if you're lying on the kula. Then, um, then fine if it's the right shaver. Ramesha is a little bit overquoted on that. Ramesha was the make all the many shavers that don't make the cut, so to speak. 
But if you're already, that wasn't intended, but uh, if you're, uh, if, okay, so I mentioned, okay, so Lamaisa, if you are relying on it, so what's the difference? If you're that cool about you saying that, the answer is, is that there are many, many, many different things in the sukkah that you can't do al sukkah and it might not be nicker at that moment, but the tshuvas that are discussed, Ramesha has the tshuva about clothing, where he says, how do you wear a suit, and how do you wear a tie, and how do you, where's the hebdel? So the hetta over there is going to be that the clothing is manufactured for consumers, and Jews are consumers and Goyim are consumers. They make it for both of those at the same time. We're not taking it from the Goyim, which needs Hezburn as we go along. Uh, hopefully we'll touch on it. The Mechaber says, when the examples he gives, which the Rambam broke down from the Gemara, the hairstyles can't be out of control. And this is always going to be a subject of debate, and I'm looking out the room on some in safe territory, but uh, you might bump into people. It's a problem. As we, as we sit here, there are people, young men, sometimes not so young, who are getting a haircut where, besides the problem of Ms. Baram Kane Tire by the side, which is a Shaila of Anissa Deresa, Machaikas and Machaber, how we paskin, Lamaisa, the whole hairstyle is Anissa Deresa Hukasayim. That clearly comes from the guy, it couldn't come from us because to shave over there down to a zero or uh, or a half or even a one possibly is dangerous for the sugi of Pasarish. So if you're having such a haircut and you have hair on top and there's very little on the side, that already is a problem. There are people walking around, they just don't realize. They don't realize it's a problem of Pasarish and they don't realize it's a bigger problem of Hukasayim. So the, the first example given after the Malbush is the tzitzis reisha and the various types of uh, hairstyles. So when people want to know, is it a problem? You look a little bit out there, and if it's very out there, besides the fact that it doesn't look too from, we're actually dealing with, and it's a derisa, if the style is clearly to imitate, or it's gaiva, or it's priestess, or shachas, and all the washanis that they use. So that is a big problem. It's not just not looking so yeshivish. That's actually a big problem, and you have bumped into people like this and they just don't know. I think it's just innocence that most people don't want to be able to this they want to look a little cool, maybe more than a little cool, very cold. But they don't want to be able to this in the Pusik. So in a very friendly way, uh, get somebody to let them know it would be a big favor. There are two problems. When they shave over here, it's what's this thing called by the way? You wouldn't know. Nobody wants to raise their hand. <laughs> but what's the style called when it's like come out, there's nothing over here, and there's. It's, uh, okay. So whatever it's called, it's a style, and it's not from us, it's from them. What does the rest of it have? The rest of it has plenty of hair. Adraba, the more hair you have, the more of a contrast, the better it looks, so they say. But it's very Goyish, and it, it has to be Goyish because we don't shave that close anyway, because Miss Brian Kane Tire is not as Hummer as Pasa Zuckin, where. You have, uh, but they're two different sugiyas. But you can't cut that quote. Even if you have a three or a two on the side, and you have long the That's true, also. But I, it's, it's worse than that. That's the problem. There are people walking around with mom. They're, they're two different isurim. So I've been in places. People find out. You know, somebody should say something to him. It was not cut down. Come out to a zero. So that's a problem. Miss Brian can't tire. That's already a mach. Somewhat of machlekes, machabras machmer. But it's a the whole look is a problem of chukasim. Uh, the two different uh, sugiyas over here, both in Yerudea. 
The Machaber continues, This is a big shailah on what this means. But I'll just give you one interesting example. We shouldn't build things like they do when they making their their churches and making their Mekaymas. Uh, what this means, but there's an interesting meaning. It's very practical. If you want to call Neshtetel, if you want to call people to davening, I'll give you two choices. It's a very practical example. I remember in Yeshiva, there was a vecker. So, Moses Shivis, he goes around, he gets a piece of wood, and he goes by 50 doors, and he just knocks on all the doors, and everybody's throwing their socks at him, and, and he comes by again and tries to get everybody up, and nobody likes the loud sound, but it's supposed to work. To gather people for davening, and that's what they do that also. They used to have people come by and they knocked on the windows. That's what they do in Yeshiva today, and they used to get everybody up at the crack of dawn, and they used to daven like, uh, like over here in the shul. They used to daven like 5 in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, and, you know, they used to get them up because that's the whole day's work. No. I have a better way to do it. You want to wake up the whole community. Why don't you get a large bell and ring it? It works very well, very loud. We never did that. And we definitely never did it. Why not? It's so much easier. That's a higher vecker, just a, that's another salary. <laughs> to go around, got to wake everybody up, wake everybody twice. What for? Why not just ring a bell? Take a big bell, put it in a high place, and ring it. Does it sound familiar from anything? So... There's no logical reason we shouldn't be doing it. But the Goyim, and there, there's a lot written on this, what Alpinista represents, but we don't have to get into that. The Goyim are doing it to gather people for their service, so we dafka don't do it. And they do things in their tefillah, their tefillah, their chrenim. They used to be, the many besukim, they used to daven like this. You ever see anybody daven like this? Not too often. Why? It's a great way to daven if you want to have a lot of kavana. The answer is the Goyim started doing it. Now, if the Goyim take Luluv, that's not going to ask a Luluv. I give that example because they did. It's called Palm Sunday. That's where they got it from. And uh, when we had the shirim, about 50 shirim in, I, I asked one of the guys to bring a galach from the office. We needed so much information. I partially couldn't get accurate information, the whole yeshiva guys, and no, nobody really knew exactly. But we have enough information to know what they're doing, and that doesn't answer, even though we'll soon speak about the gun shita of not putting green in the shul. On Shavuos, and why Asa it because they started doing it. We have a meaning. Why should we not do it because of them? But there is a thing. It doesn't answer a dindaraisa that quickly, even if they're copying it, because everything they do, they copy it in some form. But if we don't need to do it, and even though it's more convenient to have a bell, we get a vecker because they're using a bell, we don't use a bell. That's an example of doing things, building things the way they do it. We dafka stay away from it. Uh, if we start with the Alpinister, you have to stay till four in the morning, which maybe you want to. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, there is discussion of why Dafka they picked the bell, and that became the seminal of it. But this is just one of many, many examples. Let's go on to the Ramah. The Ramah talks about the main gather of the clothing and what triggers the Isser by the unhuggers that we're copying. So it starts off again. The Machabra Lashon Ramah sounds like you have to look different. And our cash is, we don't look that different. So obviously, we're not all being over in this Missouri, so. Ramah says, The number of things that could trigger this iser. If it's a style or hanhaga, that's l'shem pritzus. There are plenty of examples. Unfortunately, it's gotten worse and worse in society. They had red clothing. Fire engine red was always frowned upon because it's in your face. Today, in society at large, we have much bigger problems than red clothing. 
we have problems like lack of clothing or very um, interesting sets of clothing that they somehow ran out of material at the factory and they obviously didn't have enough material to finish whatever they were doing and nothing is being sold that looks normal. It's all pizza stick, the whole mohus. It's pizza stick. Society wasn't always like that. 100, 100 years ago, wasn't like that. That's what we're dealing with now. Unfortunately, Mitzad the Shmir said, I'm a Mitzad this Isser. So, if we're copying these styles besides the Isser Pritzis, there's an Isser of Chlik Yaseim. Or anything they do, clothing or otherwise, and we have 100 examples, where they do it, then it's a strange thing to do. And if you ask the average guy in the street, he might not know why he's doing it. He probably doesn't. But their chachamim, their historians, will usually be able to trace it very easily. And when you get into the sugya, you get, really can tell when you're looking at something that this is also, and it probably is, rooted in Avodah Zarah, Kishof, or Nichush, or some other superstition in this category. And the gedder of this Ramah is, if they're doing something that's not easily explainable and logical, then Ramesha says, it's not pshat something deraisa l'chumma, pshat is the isa deraisa bevados, is that you can't do it if it might be rooted in Avodah Zarah. It's a difference between the two. Whether the Savitar Yislechum will make it also, because that's Machalis Yishan, Savitar Yislechum is Midoraisim Darabon, or is the Gzeh of here, whenever something is suspect, because they can't easily explain it, it's already also. Our Moshe says it's the latter, and it's already also. So if they have anything they're doing, and we can't easily explain it, it's not a decent reason, already, if it's pizza stick, we know. If it's Gaiva Shachatz, we know. If it is not the above, but it's just strange then we have to assume it's either rooted in Pritzas Gaiva or Avodazara, Kishof, Nichosh, and the like. So That's the Gadu Lama. Yeah. Why would a belt be also? It doesn't form either category. No, it's a different Yisr. Different category is we don't do the Avoda, anything associated with their religion, the same way they do it, unless we're mandated to do it Midaraisa, Midarabana probably, and the Shaila is the Minhagim, and that's where the Shavuos is going to come in. What? It looks like good. Or or chayk, so stam chayk means we don't know the reason or the reason not the good reason enough, right? But it's clear that part of the category is if it's usher because it might be rooted in avodazar, it's certainly going to be usher if that's the way they do their avodazar. That's the way sense. they gather. It doesn't make no, sense. even it makes sense. They that's do no, they do haftarah, they do everything makes sense. They copy it all from us in their typical avodazar in the olden times. They did zivuach. Haktara, they shechted an animal, they did. Well, that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. It makes a lot of sense. But if they start doing things in a way which are, is unique and they have a twist on it, then we can't do it. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give any examples as we go along, but that's a separate category. This category is, we're looking at something doing, we're scratching our head, what are they doing? So sometimes it's obvious, it's pizza stick, and it's, uh, it's gaiva, shachas, and sometimes it's something that is hidden, and they might not know the reason, it might be a minute of a sambia dam. But it's also because it might be rooted in Avodah And you don't have to research it, by the way. I will show you many examples where with, with two minutes of research, it's like you can figure out already that there's something going on over here. They might not know. Maybe they didn't know for five generations. But it doesn't make a difference. If we can't explain it, then it's going to be also, Ramesha says, Mitamva does. That is the first part of the Ramah. The Ramah continues. Even if they don't know why they're doing it. If it has a clear, good, explainable reason, where's a white 
cloak to show he's a doctor, and the other way to hang your shingle was to wear the white cloak, and you join the medical society, and that's the way you make your panasa. Rama says you're allowed to put on this white coat, even though it was mechudush from the goyim, and some guy made up a style, but this is what doctors wear. Rama says you're allowed to wear it. Or for covered or tam acher, that's a legitimate reason. Again, we'll have many examples and have to examine what is legitimate. The Gemara's example, which is very complicated, we're not going to do justice to it now. The Gemara says that they used to burn the article of clothing and the personal effects of a king, something like retiring a number of a baseball player. We'll get to where the baseball is called. It's a different shayla. Ramesha says it's not, so everybody can calm down. It's, it's, it's absolutely a big coolest tonight. It's absolutely not chukah same. Maisha just says the next line, Abad, that's also because of preachers, and Maisha blates him and Bithlatera and all the other things. But it's not chukah same. So that's one less thing to worry about right now. And um, Maisha says that. I don't, I'm not quoting anything myself over here. So you say, Maisha blates him. What if I'm not learning anyway? So apparently, Maisha blates him is when you're not learning because you've got to relax. But you go to a makom and it's a seven-hour affair. Getting there and getting back and sitting with 50,000 other leitzim and screaming and yelling and the princess is beyond out of control. And then the kolisha, unless you have a right to select who's singing the national anthem and uh, God Bless America, which you don't always... They don't always ask the B'nai Torah in the crowd who they want to sing. Uh, there are all sorts of other issues Chukasayim is not one of them. Moshe says the Shuba. He says they're having a good time. It's silly. They're kicking the ball around. It does look silly again if you land from Mars. It looks very silly, but we know the reason. It's not written up out of Zara. It's not inherently preachistic, at least the people on the field. And uh, they're, they're having a good time and they're getting exercise. So Chukasayim, it's not. It's just a host of other issues which you have to either work around or, or not work around. So the Grah over here, the Bira Grah, and this is one Machalikas we're going to talk about a lot. The Be'er says it's not just something that's preacher stick or something that we don't know why they're doing it and therefore maybe it's Wudin of Rezara or Nichosh or Dakiya Meri. Even if it's something that you can explain a little bit but doesn't make a whole lot of sense and we're only doing it because the guy is doing it, that is going to be usher. And there are many examples that fit into the Vilna Gain and as we'll see soon, the Vilagayan and the Ramah are really not that far apart. Most examples, if you can't explain very well, the Ramah is going to answer anyway, because why are you doing it if you can't explain it? Because they can't explain this. That might be after the Chesh's Lutheran Vodazar. So there is some of Machlechus. It's going to be a little challenging to quantify where they're going to argue, but there is a Gain that says that you have to really have something, my shot in understanding the gun, something we would have done anyway had we known about it, not because we're copying them, clearly not because we're copying them. And I'll give you a few examples where I think the gun is murder and I think it's not the same. Um, people here might remember, the young guys won't, there was a time, believe it or not, where sushi was not in the firm community. Can you imagine that? I don't know what people ate, but there was a time. Uh, where it just didn't exist. It was only in Japan. And they brought it to America. There was some guy eating it, but it didn't exist by us. There was a time uh, before kosher pizza. I don't even remember that. Um, pizza is very Italian, very good. Your sushi is very Japanese. <laughs> These are ethnic foods that now, if you land in Muncie, you think, no, the Jews created this and we exported it to the guy. But that's not what happened. Uh, there's still people who think that's what happened, but that's not what happened. So, Chaira, we're eating Italian cuisine, we're eating Japanese cuisine, why is that not copying the game? And that's mutter. Why is it mutter? It's mutter because 
We eat sushi if you like that stuff. The same reason they eat it. We eat pizza the same reason they eat it, because it tastes good. And if you talk, I can't stand the way it tastes. First time, I remember years ago, I was at a chasana, and I made the mistake of um, walking in the hallway <laughs> where a guy was standing there with a plate of, I didn't know what it was then, but it, it turned out to be sushi. And he said, yeah, I walked too close to the shmorg. I'm usually by the chasana dish. So he said, oh, they're serving this. This is not right, 18 years ago? So serving this new thing, he says, uh, you want to taste? I said, what is it? He said, raw fish. I said, no, thank you. Which I think was the normal answer at the time. Um, so he um, told me afterwards, I asked him, I said, how was it? He said, pretty bad. I said, I guess you got to acquire a taste. I have a rule. Anything you have to acquire a taste. You have to work hard to acquire a taste. That usually means that it's not that good, but the wine connoisseurs will dis- disagree with that statement. Uh, so he said, I got to work on it. I said, why do you want to work on it? Is there a concern of taivas for food that we have, not enough food in the world? Well, why do you got to work on it? He said, I got to work on it because in business now, you know, you got to look like you're eating sushi, whether you're eating it or not. And you got to know how to eat it. That doesn't make a chukka same. You try to be like the guy? No, you're trying to be with the times. You go out for dinner, they're ordering sushi. You really don't want to go near with it with a 10-foot chopstick, but you got to do it anyway because uh, you got to do it. I still don't think that makes it awesome. And pizza and whatever, um, whatever works. Sushi happens to be a brochus disaster, so I know it's created by some anti-Semite. It's mamasha brocha disaster. It, nobody, nobody here can answer what brocha you make with any convincing argument, because you can't say the rice is tuffle because I'll shame her rice nikra sushi, uh, and you can't say the fish is bottle because it's fish, <laughs> raw fish. The only thing a bottle is the avocado. So I don't know what you've been doing until now. You guys look so from, you're probably not eating this stuff because you thought it was a chukka Sam Shiloh. You might just get you a big hula. Uh, but it's, um, it, it's, maybe if you've been making a mazayin, you like the chayyad, I'm just listening aside. There's not, it's not a chukka brachash here, but it's a pretty serious brachash here. And if you're eating it all the time, to make a mazayin, it's like the chayyad on the fish also. But if you were making it on the fish, you'd say on the rice. So the diabit yetzi, if I have it on occasion, I personally make a mazainus on the rice and have a shahakal on the water that I'm trying to use to wash down the sushi because I don't really like it. I'm just eating it for the yuppies. Uh, but uh, it, it is a shayla brachas, so whatever you're eating, it might not be chukasayim, but know what you're making, making a brach on. Okay, so I believe the going would hold that anything you're doing, and it's very obvious why you're doing it, it happens to be the same reason the going is doing it. It's mutter, and Ramesha says it about the baseball. Why are you playing baseball? It's a nice way to exercise. It's a fun sport. And playing it, uh, if you're playing it with uh, the guys next to you, so there's no precision, no one's singing the national anthem in yeshiva, I hope. And um, it's exercise. Okay, so you might say it's a guy shazach. So that's fine. It's a debatable issue. But why are you doing it? Because the guy is doing it? No. The guy invented a thing where it's a fun way to have exercise. Amesha says that doesn't make it chukasam. Start, I'm trying to start off with the coolers because everything else from here, some of it, a lot of it is going to be surprising. Okay, so that's what I said. The problem at a game is serious priestess issues, Kalisha, Moshe Lesim, and Lesikhanim when you're praising the Akum who knows that it is. So Lesikhanim is an Isdara not well understood, a different sugya, but Lesikhanim is a problem. And collecting it and putting posters on your wall and collecting cards, uh, let's say doing that as an investment, and that's very Jewish. 
Otherwise, uh, you know, you can, uh, you're examining it and you're being mishabach. And so what you have to do is you have to say, look what uh, a great throwing arm a Kosh Baruch Hu gave him. Look what talent. You have to bring a Kosh Baruch Hu into the equation, which you should be doing anyway. Or you could say something like, uh, if it fits the bill and the guy is a well-known maneuver, you could say, insult him and then say, you have to have a good throwing arm. That's only appropriate if it's true in both directions. So your point is important and less of Hanim is, uh, is an issue. Okay, so now that we have the Ramah, we have the Gadarm of what we're looking for. Let's uh, begin with the myriad of Shailas, and you'll see by each one how you have to fit in the Gadarm and see where it lands. Ramesha has three chuvas on Thanksgiving, three long and detailed chuvas. You wouldn't be amazed what a complex topic is, but once you start hearing about this topic, you know it's, it's hard to figure out. What could be more pristine and more patriotic than Thanksgiving? Uh, actually, July 4th, to answer that question. Uh, July 4th has a lot less baggage. I, the fireworks gets me a little nervous because anything to do with fire, you'll see from the Sugiya, is usually rooted in Avodah somewhere. Most of the old-time Avodah were worshipping fire gods, things like that. So I'm not convinced that the, the fireworks come from the Chinese. Chinese are, were all of the Avodah and still are, even though it's a communist country. So I'm a little nervous about the fireworks. My children asked me, since they legalized it here in Muncie, my children asked me if uh, they can get fireworks. I said, I'd rather not. They're a little bit dangerous and they make a lot of noise. And if you really want it, they'll have somebody who knows what they're doing, like your mother. And we'll do it on July 6th. I don't have to do it on July 4th. There's no chalois din that it has to be chal then. So I don't really want to get the shayla, but Pashas is a mutter because the argument is... Fireworks are an expression of simcha, uh, so you're being misamech. So we hope that's mutter. Thanksgiving, to give thanks, give thanks whenever you want. Like Mother's Day and Father's Day, which is a serious chukasayim issue, don't use that on your parents. After you forget next time and your mother's livid, don't say Rabbi Weiner said it's a shayla chukasayim, please. Um, so I'm not, it, it's... You could argue it's not chukasayim; it's in the Asaras Adibris. It's a kibbutz of aim. The answer is yeah, but it's ridiculous to do it one day a year. So they have this thing: we do it one day a year, and the rest of the year we don't call or visit or write. That's not a yirshazach. We do it every day. You can argue you want to highlight one day so we remember to do something special. Okay, I don't think it's. I think I don't think you can answer the chukasayim, even though it's a little silly because we try to do it every day, and you can't party yourself with one day. So you have to examine when they have their minhagim, their customs, where's it coming from? This is not Mother's Day, Father's Day, not coming from a good place because you should do it every day. But they saw they weren't, so they wanted to have one day. Okay, so even if they were, you have one day that's special. You have uh, National Secretary's Day, so you've got to be very careful. And they're Jewish, by the way. The main greeting card company is Jewish. Gave a lot of money to Stoker, so we're all for that. Uh, it's, you know what, somebody asked me, as a, somebody who was, uh, became a chassan, it wasn't my son, my son's a chassan, but it wasn't him. He said, where did this thing come? Getting as a honey, this is mamish chukah, same, getting diamonds. He wanted to save himself $5,000. Uh, so he wanted to get me to Asr al same. I said, I'm afraid to tell you that, A, getting a gift for your kala is mentioned in the Gemara many, many times. That's first of all. So it didn't say a diamond. I said, it didn't say a diamond. It happens to be the diamonds were created by Jews, by and large, in the diamond industry. And it was the greatest marketing success in the last century. They convinced the whole world that there's a Xerxes you've got to get your Kala diamond. It's Kavaldic. 
it's really, it's amazing what's your 100% right. It was a lot of this thing is marketing. And um, it's just a funny hashkafa that you think I did something for Mother's Day and therefore I'm put to the rest of the year. You gotta, we have every day is Mother's Day, and, uh, but I don't think it's also as the same. Yeah, I don't think so. I think, I think it's motor. That's why I tell them if, if you don't celebrate in your family, don't do tshuva. If your mother's going to be upset, then don't get her upset. That, that's what I'm saying. So, 4th of July, I think there's what to make with, with the fireworks, Mother's Day, Father's Day also. So, what's the problem with Thanksgiving? You're giving thanks. They give thanks every day. You give thanks to Thanksgiving and the country, you know, the, the areas where we could show some patriotism. Why not? Like, unless it's a halachic issue, why not? So, one problem is, one fellow told me uh, that uh, he thinks we should be machmir on the whole holiday because it became a day when they sometimes get themselves to sit down in front of some media with a lot of things and watch something. I don't know what in the world he's talking about. Uh, and it becomes a whole day of hak and a massive bittel terror in If that's what Thanksgiving is, when you get together with the family, then Hanami, uh, you should be in second seder. And if you have off, you should be in second seder anyway, even if you're working. What with that said, what? What is it on Thanksgiving? So what is it? So, so I'm trying to I'm, so I'm trying to take apart what it's not. Mm-hmm. Saying thanks is not an insult, hukas am. Watching watching a game is preachers and all sorts of other things. A bit terrible, but it's not hukas am. So what is it? So Amisha is most bothered by the turkey, believe it or not. Three long chuvas on this. He goes back and forth. His maskana is, people misquote this Ramosha, like many, many uh, Ramosha. There are three groups of Paiskim in America. It's a very American shayla. It's Thanksgiving, Mutter to celebrate with the turkey and the cranberries in the dining room. The whole works. is a Mutter. So the Paiskim say, yes, it's fine, and why not do the patriotic thing? Show the Goyim, we're Murav with them, even though Chukasayim is really not to be Murav with them. But Okay, we show where guys in the office ask what we're doing, it's only having a dinner. I don't think it's Ava because there are enough, Baruch Hashem, there's so many minorities over here, it's politically incorrect to ask anybody what are you doing for Thanksgiving? You can almost get arrested. So, Baruch Hashem. So, I don't think it's an Ava issue anymore, maybe back in the 40s and 50s, but Ramesh is concerned about the turkey because he can't understand, and Ramesh was from Russia, but he understood American culture quite well. And he said, what the hop on the turkey? What's with the turkey? I saw the menu that was served in Plymouth. That was where the Suda was. Now, I don't know if somebody made this up, but I think it's a real historical document, and I researched uh, Thanksgiving a lot, and they have a menu. The good news is, turkey was on the menu. The other news is, it was one of like nine items. There were more Indians there than white men. It was a very interesting Suda. They were trying to make shalom, and they sat down, and they were celebrating that they survived. Uh, it was a... After a couple of years of starvation, and they had bounty, it's Gavaldic, they want to thank God, which God is a part of this year, but not for now. That makes a difference, uh, but let's assume it's the, uh, the only Bariyelim, and, and they sat down, they had a feast. They had deer, they had plenty of fish, they had um, a lot of seafood, actually, and there's a whole list, that's some pheasants, and some this, and, and there was turkey there also. Turkey was an American bird. It's called the Hadoo because Columbus discovered, was trying to find the route to India, West Indies, so they thought he did. Then he ended up, it's a very funny, the name stuck. It's a very funny name. It should be called America, or something like that, but they never changed the name. That's where the turkey came from. There's a whole shayla of why turkey is kosher, because you need a Masera and birds, and you can't have a Masera, because the only Masera came from the Indians, and none of them were that from. So there's a whole tumult. We assume, for the most part, it is kosher. Most people eat it. There are some yechidim who don't, because it's similar enough to chicken and some other reasons. But Ramesha, by the way, is assuming it's kosher. 
because it doesn't pain a derech agav, by the way, who said it's kosher. But he said, why would they hop on a turkey? They stopped picking the turkey. It has no rhyme or reason. And the truth is, it has no rhyme or reason. We're just very American. So if I, if I would ask you, why'd they pick the turkey? They said, had no reason to pick the turkey, but they had to hop on some mascot because everything's marketing. It's exactly what happened. So Moshe says, that's ridiculous. Why the chap on a turkey? They, they, the, the Yishuv here in America was not saved because of the turkey. That's the way it's said over. It's not true. And Ramesha knew that without seeing the menu. I saw the menu. It's not true. They had deer and that other things. So why the chap on a turkey? The answer is it's pretty boring to start a holiday eating deer or eating cows. So they hopped on a turkey. It's an interesting bird. Ramesha says that's not enough for a reason. It's not insane. It's not rooted enough on a zara. It's not Prince's dick. But it doesn't make any sense. So Amesha holds that even the Ramah would agree if you're adopting a custom from the Goyim, it doesn't make any sense, not just the Groh, the Groh Zichu would hold this also. So even the Ramah would admit if it doesn't make sense, then you're only doing it because you want to do what the Goyim do in their customs. Then that's an Isra saying. And he's not sure because back and forth, the final tshuva, he's more machber than he's mekel. He said, if you ask me, I think shot in the Ramah, even though Ramah says Pritzis of Arazar, it has to make sense also. This does make a whole lot of sense, even though the turkey was there. But the turkey was there together with another five, ten animals also. So Ramesha is not happy about it. He says, if you're going to eat it, then don't do it every year. Don't make it a convenience. Don't make it into a real mimic. I would add, hold the cranberries. Don't eat in the dining room. Don't make it like a yantif. And by many secular families, unfortunately, it's the only yantif. And it's a very common shaila. I'm asked by many people who are bali tshuva the like, and they say, I can't go for yantif. I can't go for Shabbos. Sometimes they can, but often they can't. And I can't go for Hanukkah because they got a Hanukkah bush there also. Don't ask. It's a disaster. I can't. Thanksgiving is the only time I can go. So now if I answer that, so that's where Ramesha didn't outright answer it. He was uncomfortable with it, and the kulas are for Shasa Vachak. And I tell him, if you're going, hold the cranberries. And then he said, my mother's going to be furious. She works on it all week. I said, then don't start off with the cranberries for keep it up, keep it aim. Eat the cranberries. Can you eat in the kitchen? They said, no, we eat uh, this is the finest china. Okay. This is uh, unfortunately a holiday for them. So if it's if it's what to be said, mm-hmm. you don't start up a keep it up aim, and they have to maintain some kesher. It's nothing. If you haven't had the mimic until now, it's not something you want to invent. And uh, if turkey's on sale, I don't know if it is, then you could buy some and have it the day after. If I can have firecrackers on July 6th, you can have turkey uh, the day after also, and it's uh, it'll taste fine. Okay, so that is example number one. I'm going to go through the rest of the calendar because uh, a lot of the Shailas are in our calendar. It's not our calendar. That's the problem. Uh, We started with Thanksgiving. Okay, so uh, after Thanksgiving, unfortunately, is uh, December 25th. I don't think that needs much Hezber. That's not only a Shaila Chukasayim. That would be celebrating a Yontif of of the Avarazar. That's kind of obvious. The problem is that Hanukkah usually falls out that time of year. And as I mentioned before, it's a big debate whether or not the custom minig, that's why I'm choosing my words, of buying toys and gifts and all sorts of things for our children is from us or from them or a little of both. A little of both doesn't help us too much. That's a serious shayla. 
And I tried to do a lot of research, a little hard to figure out. I think uh, it was your uncle or somebody, uh, somebody sitting in the back there, he's, I see him every night, said that uh, their grandfather or their uncle was in Germany from an upper-class family, and they did not receive anything or give anything. Was that you? Was it? Okay. So it, clearly it wasn't, uh, my impression was like that. In Europe, nobody had any money. That's why that's an important aidist, because it's upper-class family in Germany. They still didn't give anything. It's a little bizarre when you walk down the stairs. I hope this doesn't happen in your house. If you walk down the stairs, Hanukkah morning, and there are a bunch of packages wrapped up in red and, and uh, blue ribbons, and they're all under the menorah, we're going to have a serious issue. Uh, and you're laughing, unfortunately. It's, you don't want to laugh or cry, but, but there, is a, there is, seems to be a lot of intersecting points over here. It's usually not that bad, with from people anyway, but where did this come from? If you start buying presents for eight nights, then you have a problem. If you start buying for 12 nights, you have a serious problem. Uh, so where is this coming from? Is, was this a Dominic? So the good news is Rabbi Yankov has brought down Embassy Yaakov and Yerodeah, and many other truths are written on giving Hanukkah guilt. And Baruch Hashem, that seems to have a makar. What Makar is is unclear. Yankov says he used to give the Malamda money and the kids used to bring the money to Cheder. They had, they had Yeshiva and Hanukkah. So they're giving the kids money to live with the Rebbe. So they gave the kids something also. That's so why Yankov says, others say, it's Azman Simcha. Avni Yashmi is the truth. It's Azman Simcha. So you want to make somebody happy, give them cash. Cash always works. So. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 So these are these are guesstimates of what it was. Yeah, it's from Europe. He's not guessing. He saw it happening. But we're, we're trying to answer up this kasha because everybody's nervous about the kasha. What is going on over here? So even in Tzitzalimar, there was Hanukkah gelt. So where the toys go in? There's no makar for raiding Toys R Us. Doesn't exist anymore. A week or two before and buying out the whole store. At the same time, the guy in Madai in the same package, the same day, just. It probably grew because of the influence, and that's what gets everybody nervous. So, if you're doing it fine, uh, one, two, a uh, little, little money, just keep it toned down, and then we'll hopefully be okay. Yeah, Rabbi Anker says something interesting. Rabbi Anker says, uh, he says they took it from us. Which is an interesting. Uh, yeah, after that might come up when we get to Schwartz and the and the greenery. But uh, not so posh. It depends what they're doing it for. See, when they give presents with their bush, again, I didn't. We didn't find the resident Galach to answer all our shilas. So, I, I, this a lot of it is guesswork because I don't want to spend all my time. I got to learn. Also, I don't want to spend all time learning about somebody else's religion, even though it's important for the sugya. But Kimdumali the presents and the tree and the whole thing, the tree, this I know for sure, but this has been a gear for Shavuos. The tree has nothing to do with their holiday. It was imported from a pagan custom. The Christians used to do when you make up your own religion. It's very easy. You want to get converts. You just tell everybody, every nation you conquer, you tell them, come, and they say, we can't, we have different religions. There's no problem. Just bring everything with you. So bring all your customs and all your things, and we couldn't care less. And so every time they had a on somebody, they would just adopt their customs. This tree started after the Vilna Gain and was marketed heavily in America. Now it's all commercialized, but it's still Gaish, still the still part of the holiday. It's not Be'etzem, so much a part of the Avedad with the Chalais to put the thing under the tree. So it's a Shail over here. What would be... Uh, you, have to, you, have to, you, have to, you have to earmark what 
they're doing as to answer it the whole day as if it was only a mini bus. If it's a chiv so we're not going to answer it so quickly. It's chiv we're not going to answer it. So that's part of the shaila. What is it to them? And when I, the tree is important, because when we get the shuas, so I will. There's a big mistake, a misconception of what's going on there with that guy. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll get to it. Yeah, I I never like that only because there's still a couple of, um, of original residents from the Muncie area that make it a point of lighting up their entire property. And then some. I think you can see it's Alabama. You know who I'm talking about. There's only like four of them left. Um, and it just creates, I, you know, he's allowed to do it. It's his property. It's a free country. And uh, very nice of us to allow him to practice his religion in his country. Uh, it's a free country, but it's obviously very glaze looking. So I, I once came to a sukkah that had this, and I, uh, I was looking at it, and he got very nervous. He said, oh, is that also? That means he thought of the child before. He knew exactly what I was looking at. I said, Osir? I don't use the word Osir unless it's really Osir. I said, would I uh, use something else? I said, they got some very nice halogens that give much more light, and you can have spots, and there are other ways to decorate this place. It's not Osir because they sell L'chom on the boy, and, uh, and you cash it by hopefully weaving it into your schach. I- I'm not a big fan, though. And if you start with all sorts of other de- decorations hanging there, some of the other decorations are also pretty well. Some of them look familiar, too familiar. Uh, you know, you want to make sure when you walk in that you know where you are. <laughs> they put it that way. So uh, you got to be, uh, you got to be careful. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Okay. Oh, did I skip Halloween? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not so bacant, even though we gave Sharon this already. Yeah, we did skip Halloween. Okay. Um, Halloween is classic. Classic. I say that even though many of our great, I'll get to it in a minute, many of our great grandparents might have been in America in the 1930s trick or treating because they didn't know. That's fine. That's when, and they're, uh, we're not judging your Shemayim, but just he came to America, he didn't know what was going on. So, no, so I'll get to that in a moment. So, um, so Halloween is a classic example. It's all commercialized. He asked the average kid in the street, what's Halloween? I don't know. Something about M&M's. They get a lot of candy. And it's a lot of fun. I dress up like a ghost or a goblin, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, if you'd ask him, uh, is it rooted in Avodah Kishof, he wouldn't know what you're talking about. Avodah The whole, you don't have to do much research, the whole holiday is rooted in all the things that we ask her for Kishof and superstitions and Avodah and the occult and ghosts and graveyards and all sorts of... Uh, it's classic. You want to give a share of mm-hmm. and you only have one minute? Halloween is the best example. So you can't participate. You can't go around even if the candy is with Achshadara, the candy the Goyim are giving out of Pabi Cholostam. Um, I don't think they're going, uh, and we're not going around Baruch Hashem, but out of town or even in town and, um, 80 years ago in this country, Orthodox people just didn't know. They said, look, we know the 25th is a problem. Halloween looks like a lot of fun, and people went around. They didn't know. Hukas saying you can't fight all the battles at one time. It's one sim in Shochanach, which gets a lot of mileage, but they didn't know. It's clearly us, so there's no head there. Your question, Nedak Shalom. So when I was in uh, Jackson, I'm going to mention the name. Uh, I was in Jackson three weeks ago for a Shabbat Shabbat with my niece. So a fellow came over to me. He's probably going to hear this year tonight. I don't remember his name because I never saw him before, but he said, oh, he said, he's happy I'm here. He wanted to ask me a Shabbat for the last couple of years because they sent around a clip, which is dangerous. They sent around a clip every shear is recorded. So I would ask anybody, not a time on him, if you have the shear, send the whole shear. Because if you start sending around two, three minutes, you can lift up whatever, and it's not going to sound like that's the talk I was trying to get at. So um, he said somebody had sent around to many residents of Lakewood and Jackson and other places 
uh, shear that I'd given on this, and he thought he understood, and I explained to him, and he said, uh, I've got to listen to it again, which he did, to his credit. Uh, somebody had misquoted, which is hard to do because everything's recorded. Somebody misquoted that if, you're, if the guy is coming to the door, you can't give them, that's participating, and that's That's not true. If they're coming to the door, and especially in Jackson, where they have enough problems as it is, and they think we're out to get them, and the guy who told me is a Choshevaskin, apparently, and he said, I'm on the board meetings, and the early days, like last year, not so long ago, they would dis- I overheard they were discussing the meeting, we're going to see their terrible neighbors, they don't like us, and watch, Halloween's going to come, and not going to give us anything. They were waiting. So, that's Mamish Dr. Shalom and Eva, and you're not, they know you're not doing it because you hold the holiday. And even if they don't know, you're not to train the whole world. So if you can get away with putting a bag in front saying, uh, we're happy you're here, uh, welcome neighbors, take what you want, uh, 10 bags per kid, uh, and leave it out, you don't dance the door, then fine. If you're at night seder where you should be, I think it's a bit of a pachad, your wife should be answering the door. So if you can leave something out and they understand and they're happy, I think if they're happy uh, with the candy, they'll be happy. I think if you add some Hanukkah gelt, they'll even be happier. Uh, it's whatever you can do to make shalom, but that's not called participating. It's not lesechanim. Lesechanim is only usher when you're giving a free gift for no reason. If you're giving it because you want that shalom with your neighbors, that's that's clearly mutter and advisable. You give promotional items to your clients. Why do you do that? It's lesechanim. You're giving away pens. You're giving away buttons. You're giving away balloons. That's not lesechanim. He knows that you know the chiddush nifla is the promotional items still work because he knows that you know that he knows that you're bribing him. So why don't you everybody save themselves money and just stop giving out all those cross pens and all those... Uh, what, just The answer is, even though he knows, but the Sogeshmach, you get something for free. Ah, uh, it's not free, it's going to cost you big time when you sign up. But I think it's free. So that's the human mindset. That's not less Yichadah, that's business. But that's, that's fine. Yes? All my circus, a lot of amusement parks have, have these themes of Halloween. All the spider webs. Nah, it's not usher to... Take a picture with it now. Don't take a picture with Halloween. Can you imagine? Cholomite Sukkis, and it's all Halloween themes. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't look very good. I, I would, that's a good point. If that's happening, I would yeah, clearly stay away from it. And uh, you have a big problem explaining that to your children later on. Like, <laughs> what does this have to do with Sukkis? Is that dearest arrived? Is this cobwebs? Is very awry? Uh, you, you have to say some sort of shot, which is not going to work. Yeah. Uh, totally different even if I'm saying, even if they don't know, right? It's a good question. There are there's some debate. In the base, like that as well. Right, 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 right. So there's some debate. If nobody knows anything ever, and it's so far removed, Lamaisa, there is there is a hobby like that. Lamaisa, it's it's a shadow of right? and we're machmer, especially since in society you ask the professors where does it come from, and they'll tell you Rachel What's interesting as we're going through the years, so I'll, I'll, I'll say it now, but contrast this with Perm. The sheet of the Gain, I keep mentioning this, so let me spell it out now because I see we're going to need it. The Gain holds that not only does it have to make eminent sense, which the Ramah certainly partially agrees to, to make it mutter, if it's something that we're not mukhiv to do, and it's just a minig, and they adopt the minig in their service, you have to touch up what does their service mean. That's why I said the chakib, but the trees and the thing, you have to ask a gal what's part of the thing or what's part of the extra things they added on, what was part of the original. The guy in holds, if they do it, we have to drop it. Now, this is brought down incorrectly by many, many svarim because they're misreading, in my opinion, the Ramah and Hilchashvus. The Ramah brings down the minute we put greenery in our shuls, the trees, we put greenery, 
Zecher Tamat Terra simulated what Hasinai looked like. And the Mishra breaks down that the Gain didn't like it and he wanted to be Vatla Minig, which there are many who still do like the Ramah. They don't do trees, but we still do greenery and flowers, and some do like the Gain. So this is understood. I'm not saying this part is wrong. It's understood as a Machlechizam on the Gain, where the Gain holds that if they start doing it in their churches, then we have to stop doing it. That's part of their, it's a Kiddush already. Is it really part of their Vaidya? They're just dressing up the place. Like we're doing. The problem historically is as follows. Many people jump to assume that they grow Asadip because of the trees on December 25th. That's clearly not true. 100 rise, this is come out, nothing to discuss. The, the, the Minig was imported, as I mentioned before, from some pagan culture in Germany, and it was like toward the end of the life of the Gain. The Ramah certainly never saw that Minig. He's talking about a Chaga that they have around Shua's time, a Pentecostal something or other, which is 49 days from Easter. Can't imagine where they got that number from. Like cut and paste the entire... Uh, so they have Easter, which is after thing, and then 49 days they have this Pentecostal game. And there are some Acharonim that say that we don't have to stop it because they sent some Galachim around to the Shul to see how the Jews are doing it. And they saw, this looks nice. And then they adopted it. I don't know if historically that's accurate or not, but it's an interesting story. But it's the same time of year. And they copied it, and the guy says, We don't have a chief to put this in our shoals, a nice minig, for and if they're doing it now in the church, we should stop doing it. My Raya, the Ramah, doesn't disagree, is because they probably started doing it after the Ramah, before the Gra. It's not December 25th, it was the decorating with the greenery around Shavuot's time for their Chagah. And the Ramah holds the same notion because in Ever Shoshana, there's a many, many people fast. And the Ramah says it's not so partial to get up at 3 in the morning to eat before the fast because they do that by their Chagah. So the Ramah holds the Yisoyed. So why does it, so it bring it down over here? The answer brought it down, but that was the minute until they co-opted it or kidnapped it. And, and then the guy says to so stop doing it. It might not even be a Machlechus. So the Kasha over here, which somebody asked me, is why are we dressing up on Purim? It's not a Dindaraisa. It's not a Dindarabonim. A lot of fun, and it clearly is the minute. But the problem is they're doing it on Halloween. It's a good kasha. I have three possibilities. We would, again, need the galach to verify which one's the most correct. Uh, but I think it's one of the three, maybe all three. One of them is that I don't believe it's necessarily part of the chaga. They added things on as they would go through each country, and they're confused because when you have religion, that's not true. You add things, you subtract, whatever makes the people happy. Um, it's a, a foreign concept. I mean, is it, is, divine, is it a divine mandate or not? Well, whatever makes people happy. So they adopted this thing of dressing up somewhere along the line. I don't know if it's even part of their avoida, so to speak. Number two, perm is perm time, and Halloween is the exact polar opposite of the year. Pentecostal, whatever they're doing over there, was patterned after Shruis. There's more of a danger. It looks like we're copying them. We don't want to be doing the same thing. Hanukkah and December 25th is, is a bit of a pocket. You have to explain it. Here, Lakarvzelza. They have no shaykhs, so I don't, I'm not convinced the guy would say it over here. That's possibility number two. Possibility number three, and this you'd have to investigate more of the Halloween customs, which I didn't do because I'm trying to prepare for Sheer, and I think it's a possibility. So didn't have time to investigate this, but I think, and Dumali, you mentioned about the cobwebs, I think they're primarily supposed to be getting dressed up as ghosts and goblins and witches and all sorts of things, which makes sense based on the fact that it's based on Yichush and the occult and the spirits and the Avodah and the spirit worship. They're not getting dressed up as Queen Esther or even Queen Elizabeth, Bahavdullah of Abdullah. So 
Perm is very different. You can get dressed up as a villain. His name is Haman. But there's no theme to get dressed up. Things involving Nichesh and Avarazara, obviously. And we get dressed up with all sorts of friendly looking creatures. So you have to investigate. I happened to mention this Svara to one of my children who quoted my daughter and that you can get uh, good deals if you go to the stores around Halloween time. I said, well, you're buying uh, ghost costumes? They said, no, they have other costumes also. So I don't know if it's a cash on a mice or they're just, again, Madison Avenue selling whatever they could sell and making money, and they've now uh, widened the arena to dressing a lot like policemen and, and soldiers and whatever you want. But candumily, uh, I think the theme was very, very different, and Mamela, that would be another avenue of Heter. Okay, so I'm glad you mentioned the Halloween. Yeah. I haven't seen too many ghosts on Perm. I've seen a lot of strange things in my house on Perm. Um, I haven't seen any ghosts. I haven't seen any witches on brooms. I've had people walk. I had one guy walk in a couple of years ago, and I couldn't figure out what he was. I said, what are you? He said, I'm a wall. And then I took a saw a switch. He was always, it came in as a wall. I've seen some very ingenious costumes, but I haven't seen... Uh, I was actually talking to a wall. It was a pretty funny... Uh, <laughs> pretty funny matzo, but... Uh, it, was just, it was an ingenious costume. He's a, he's a very, very smart, smart guy, and uh, uh, he had a whole theme behind it, why it's uh, for perms. You have to look beyond things. He had a whole uh, loveness to it. I, don't, I didn't see too many witches. I don't know. What's your experience been? You see ghosts, witches, uh, goblins? Uh, I grew up thinking that pumpkins were trafe. Pumpkins can't be trafe, they grow from the ground. If you ruminate the soils, the Shiloh Trumas are mices, but they can't be trafe. So, what's with the pumpkin? Another Mishagas they have. To eat pumpkin, what? Does it have no time? I don't know. After I mentioned this to Shia three years ago, this was six years ago, somebody in Muncie knocked on my door. I was downstairs in my study. Knocked on my door and delivered a package, said, please bring this to uh, the Rav. <laughs> my son came down, he was all interested. What it was. I opened up, it was pumpkin pie. I never found the guy, so if he's listening, please, I'd like to, to identify yourself. I didn't need it. But, uh, <laughs> he wasn't trying to be a smart aleck. He just, I, I, I said, I know it's kosher, and now I know it's kosher. He wanted to be Mahana, me, to have some pumpkin pie. Um, I, you can dress it up and um, flavor anything, I guess. You're saying it doesn't have any natural taste, but etzem. You know what? Either there's raw fish, <laughs> but somehow they managed to make an industry out of it. So uh, you can, uh, you know, quinoa, by the way, the greatest invention since sliced bread, and um, all year round. I'm, even, I'm not giving up sock on Pesach, but it's, no, I'm saying quinoa has mamish no taste. As it, so there's a lot of foods that could be good for you. Anyway, it's, it's kosher, it goes in the ground. It doesn't make it. No, so, so don't. What? No, it's a gourd of type. It's in the general family, but it's not a pumpkin. It's not the regular pumpkin we see with the... Uh, so it's not trafe, but it's trafe on Halloween. If you want to have a pumpkin on Halloween, uh, wait a day. Uh, because however they fit it in, it's a pumpkin sitting with cobwebs. With a scary face. Yeah. Right, okay. So don't do that. I certainly don't do... Well, don't pay anything scary in front of your house. Uh, certainly on Halloween or any other time. You know, Magadlo Kelavra, Chazala, very not nice things to say. We're not supposed to scare potential guests for Achnas Zorchen. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. In, in general, we are not. You look at the Indian. It's, it's it's a very frightening thing. The Indians who are all hardcore of Devarazar, Indian, South American, North American. Do you ever look? You shouldn't be examining these things. People go on vacations. It's the summer. 
and all of Europe is you're either going to a church or some of other rooms. There's a problem with the whole matzav. Um, it's not just a chukasem issue. We shouldn't be examining Echa Yabdu, even if they're not around. You need a Maisabitl, whatever. There's, that's the discussion. But uh, you ever see a totem pole? You ever see a picture of one? Scary faces, each one. they got levels of different frightening things. Nobody's smiling. Nobody. There's not one face on there that's... So the whole thing was around the spooks and around it. This was the whole, this is a major theme of many. Uh, the everything's the, the you got to appease the gods and they're, they're angry at you and you got to bring them this. That was the whole that was the whole religion. So um, it's it fits in that Halloween. Yeah, they're cutting it out to make scary things. But I, I think they make pumpkin pie also. I don't know. That's what uh, uh, that's what somebody once told me. And it's kosher the rest of the year. I would not partake uh, unless you find out they never eat it. If you're right, they just carve it out and they never eat it. Then it'd be a mutter to eat it even on Halloween. Okay, so December 25th, everybody's masking. Gotta stay far away. It's a day, uh, especially if you don't learn on Nitlanach, you certainly should have no... That's the... I'll pick up all the which day it is, depending how you hold. It's probably not the 25th. Historically, because they move the calendar. And the, but uh, so it's either it's in January or December, but it's a real chaga for Avodazari, even though it's commercialized. I've had people tell me it's all commercialized. Why is any of this usher? I said it's commercialized, but it's still being kept as the, the Muslims don't keep it either. It's part of their religion. It doesn't make sense how commercialized it is. Yeah. So we're going to saying the name is actually more problematic than you think. We have a minig. Gemara says all late sonnets is usher except for late sonnets of other We have a minig dafka to pick up bizyan's dicker name, which we do. Everybody knows what it is, and the, the Yiddish is to make a bizyan to make chazik of it. That's why we have it. Rather saying Xmas, I'll just say for the shear, is not so pushing because that was actually the X is a Latin uh, a symbol that stands for the regular name. So you're actually saying the regular thing. It was just a short way of writing it. So stick with the Yiddish uh, making chazik of it, and one should not say the name. It's a Shiloh why, because it's not Be'etzah in the name of Avodah The only guy in it helps Avodah Zara says, the Pusik says you can't mention the name of an Avodah Zara. Shem Elam Achem Lezaskiru. You can't even cause somebody else to mention it. That's why the Gemara says you can't make a Shutzus of the Gaibs. You'll get into a fight, and then he's going to swear by his deity. And Taisis Miyashev, while we do a Shutzus of the Gaib, which you do in America, not today, Sugya. And the only guy over there says that Yashko, the original name, we can say of Lush and Zil, the original name, was a name of a person. So he says, you can't ask it that. The person's name is, uh, is David, and he's going to make himself the other so he can't say the name anymore. Yeshua is a name. It's a name. You can't ask her a name. What? What's the name? Yeshua. You can't ask her a name. And I can't, you, can't, you can't ask her a name. You can't, uh, it's not, it's, you have no bite list on the name. You can't ask her. Over here, the last name, the name of this holiday, the last name just means a lot, our Savior. So why is that a shame answer of Odazara? And the Paiskim talk about it at length, and they're more nervous than they're not nervous. Meaning most of them Aser, even though it's not 100% clear why it should be Aser. Because it's not, it's not a shame Etzim. It's, it's just a description of who they said he was, but that's, that's not the head of the Vilna Gaon. The Vilna Gaon saying that was, just, that was the original name. This name means our Savior. And that's wrong, but is that a shame as some of the others are? So many assume that they made it into it, so then, then it becomes usher and therefore should not do it. But the Minigas not do it anyway. Tafka to, to be Mazazel. Okay, the next problem, the next thing on the list is a big problem because a lot of people are not aware of this, and that's January 1st. Yes, most people say January 1st, uh, the new year of the Galicia calendar. There are, I'm not here to attack anybody. I'm out of Kanoi. I have, uh, we've had a lot of coolers tonight. Within. The other ones are not Khumras. They're not coolers and Khumras. There's Mutras, Mutras, Asar, Asar. We didn't talk about coolers or Khumras yet. 
January 1st is a Chaga from a different religion and there's nothing to discuss. January 1st is there, but it's eight days after the 25th. If the 25th is the right date, if he ever existed, whoever he was. And it's the day of the Mila, and that's what they're celebrating. It's all about it. It's Pashat. That's not a Chiddush. That's a Dover Pashat. It's a Gaisha holiday. Is it very secular today? Yeah. And are Muslims keeping it, and other religions, and atheists? Yeah. Because they're Amaratsam also. They don't know where it comes from. We know where it comes from. It's a Galatia holiday. Well, it's very easy to figure out, even if you don't know this information. It's not on our calendar. Nobody, all people ask me, am I sure that it's a, it's a Galatia holiday? I said, bring me a luach. If it's on your luach between Hanukkah and Purim, let me know. Of course it's a Galatia holiday. What's the shot? That's, that's classic chukah saying, even if I didn't know it was rooted in Avodah and I know it is, because it's eight days, the 25th, and that's why they made it a holiday. If you follow all that, which is very pushed, it boggles the mind why there are people apparently who thought Night Seder that night was cancelled or if they cancelled the Nitlanach they should be whatever doing on Nitlanach whatever they do they should be doing but they shouldn't be opening champagne bottles and pouring it over people's heads and yelling and screaming and there are restaurants I don't understand who advertise heavily that we're going to have a New Year's bash you can advertise we'll have a December 25th bash what's the difference? no celebration why? I would have no problem if they want to pick February 5th as a new year. They pick this because it's their chaga of the bris Mila of their of their god. It's not the first year in this cycle. No, they started the cycle from him. That's another problem. We didn't get to that yet. Counting the bris is part of the sugya. That's a, that's exactly the point. We, we, the Piskin have, have difficulty, the year of our Savior. Yeah, it's not, it's like anybody tries to whitewash this, I'm not, you're not trying to do that. It's like they don't know history. There's nothing to do with this Sukhi yet. This is all based on the Christian calendar, based on their Savior. They made it up. This is Adam. They control the Western Hemisphere. Uh, Muslims have a different calendar. Chinese have a different one. Everybody's got their own Mishagasin, and it's not Rosh Hashanah. So it's Pushit. The, the, the Greeks would keep the same ones that they do, basically. They reference the same on January 31st. Maybe, maybe the Greeks today? No, I'm talking ancient Greeks. Ancient Greeks had their own Avodah Zarah. They would take. No, I'm saying that they also kept the months to January, February, it's not Christian. Particularly, it is Roman, but this, I'm saying it's not part. To the exact date? We would find out that another culture. Well, you won't. Any of those Greco Romans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, okay. Check it out. I, I, from what I've seen, and I've seen a lot on this sugya, <laughs> so yeah, I. It comes from them. And it's the year of our Lord, and they don't mean our Lord. They don't mean any Lord. They're mistaken about the whole thing. It's the Shaila is why is a mutter? I was going to get to this anyway. Why is a mutter write a check and write uh, January 1st or 2nd or 3rd, uh, 2019? Their Shik, who is very big on Kukasem, on the names, and on. He says the name Shik is Shem Yudi Kedish, and it's a Zilzul, and we're not proud of our names. And Baruch Hashem, Achshadera. Not to criticize our parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents. When you came to America, it was so common. They took English names. Irving became a Jewish name. <laughs> because every other kid was named Irving. It's not a Jewish name. <laughs> it became Jewish. So, what were they... My mother has a shuv on it. Is there a chiv to have a Yiddish name and use it? You would think yes. So, the famous Medrash... Well, the reason they left Mitzrayim, so Amesha says, it's Kabbaldic, and it's a great thing, and you should do it, and it's very good, it's very important, and it's a Shmir, all those wonderful things. It's not a Chiyah, that was Kaitim out in Torah, and they had no mitzvahs, they had no Torah, and that was the only thing that kept them Jewish. Roshinus Malbushim, Shemam. 
That's how Moshe starts off. Remember, Moshe writes write the tshuva about wearing a jacket and a tie. Why it's mutter? In this sugya, you're starting to wonder, why is it mutter? And English names, why is it mutter? In the tshuva about English names, he doesn't mention chukasayim as a sugya. He doesn't even bring it up. He talks about the measures. He deals with the chazals that speak directly to the of having Yiddish names. Baruch Hashem, Achshaderim. Everybody here, no matter how old you are, got a Yiddish name, and if you're old enough, probably got an English name. It's pretty common now where for 10, 20 years, we're naming our children, and often there's no English name. So that's Baruch Hashem. We're more comfortable, and it's diverse enough in society, so a guy, if he has to get a job, and his name is Chaim, and they can't pronounce it, that's his problem. <laughs> so we don't, people don't really, and I think there's a certain security in that, and yeah. Current fashion, whatever it's worth, Orthodox Jews. It's the name names that are not necessarily traditional. Give me an example of Bella, Maya, is a popular name also. So that, that definitely probably goes through much. Uh, Baba Meisha held it was Mutter for right. 50 years ago with Irving and Bella and Maya and everybody else. Right. He holds his Mutter. It, it better be Mutter. We know too many right. million people. He goes through the names in the Gemara. It's got to be Mutter. The Shaili is, why is it not and, and it's, it needs, uh, we're almost out of time. She has to stop at 12? What time are we supposed to stop? 12 o'clock is also a guy who We shouldn't stop at 12. Uh, uh, what time are we supposed to? Uh, around now? Around now? Okay. So we, we got through some of it. So the names is a problem because why they named the kids Irving? Irving's what, out. What's, what's, what's the Yuchas and Fred? The answer is they want to be able to mix him with the guy in. Shouldn't that be also? Rabbi Shah doesn't even mention Chukka Sam. I think the Pshad is there's a Bach that says if you're doing it, because Machaber says you could dress like the Romans when you're in Rome, do as the Romans do. So that's in Shochanar. You can go to mingle with the senators to make sure you have your ear to the wall, they're making any Xavier's, you can bottle it. This is a dinner Shochanar. is a dinner Shochanar from the next Sith. So Bach says, why? Because if you're doing it, and it's clear you're doing it to protect yourself, or to avoid a hardship or a nezik, then it's mutter. So I think the understanding was, I wasn't there, but when you landed in this country, we're close enough to it to understand, you couldn't even get a job and keep a job for more than a week because they had a six-day work week and Shabbos is one of them. And then uh, when they finished with that in the 50s and 60s, they would have law firms that wouldn't hire Jews. You know, all the Jewish law firms were created because the Waspi law firms wouldn't hire Jews. They had to form their own. Same thing with the hospitals and the doctors. It's hard for us to imagine, but that's the way it was not that long ago. So they didn't want another impediment that, yes, I'm applying for a job. What's your name? I'm Mordechai. Uh, but where's that from? They, it's just another hurdle. And they weren't doing it because they wanted to be like the guy. They just didn't want to ask more kashas or field more kashas than they had to. And Amesha seems to be suing his daughter Pasha. There's no hook his name. He doesn't even bring it up. He just talks about the Medrash. He says the Medrash is kind of mountain terror. I don't think so. Yeah, I wasn't there. I'd you could probably check it out. There are probably people still alive. They forced them together for their melting pot. They wanted everybody. The Shaila is, even if that's true, and, uh, and they picked Irving, but after they got up Ellis Island, why'd they use it? So that crazy clerk made it pick. I don't know who Irving is. They made me pick a name. Okay, fine. I, so good, but why is he? But now, but he's, they used it at work. They used it at shul. They used it. They used it. They used it. There are, look at any plaque in any shul. Most of the names are, they have a Yiddish name also, but they were known by their English names. Oh, Moshe said it was Mutter. Shaila is wise in the Chukasayim issue, so I'm just trying to offer a possible historical background. Okay, we'll take one more and then we'll, we're only halfway through the calendar. Yeah. Rob mentioned about not, not, to, not to say uh, a name of a Rebizar. 
Any of a very good question. Shows you're listening. Any of Zara mentioned in Tanakh is mutter. The problem is, I'll leave you with this kasha. Taisus Zahedrin asked the kasha. The Gemara talks about one of Zara that's not mentioned in Tanakh, but the Gemara mentions it. So it's You read the Gemara, and all of a sudden you say it. Anybody know the name of Zara? It's Markelis. Markelis is not mentioned anywhere. Balpar is mentioned in Daiba and the other ones. Markelis is not mentioned in Tanakh. So Taisus asks, so why? How they printed the Gemara? We've got to read the Gemara. So Texas gives you a clue. He said, the real name is not Maculus, and he goes on to tell you the real name, and then the obvious kasha is, well, we have the same problem with Texas now. <laughs> so I knew that the, the next Achron would ask, well, what's the real name? So sure enough, the Eochoner said, yeah, that's not really the name either, but this is not Lachar. <laughs> if you keep chopping it down, we're going to be by Achroni Achroinim. So I'll let you find the Texas for homework and figure out what Pshat and Tesis is. It's a very interesting Pshat, but if it's mentioned in Tanakh, it's, uh, it's Mutter, make sure his Rebbe gets a good note. Okay, yeah. We're going to get to it. Yeah, Labor Day is fine. Labor Day, Monday is fine, but we'll get to it, Mr. Shem. Okay.